Hey, it's Mike, Sean, and AJ of the Confused Breakfast. If you love classic movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, we're the podcast for you. We just finished up May of Sway's Uncaged. All Nick Cage and Patrick Swayze movies. Dirty Dancing, Donnie Darko, Face Off, The Outsiders, and National Treasure. Check us out wherever podcasts are found. You will be glad you did. Pia is back, everybody. Pia's, I guess, are you back or Pia's here, rather, I should say. I'm. I don't know. I'm, I'm here. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Like it's not like you are gone and then you came. She's here. Pia's here. <laughs> Pia's here in like a white mock turtleneck, <laughs> like schoolgirl vibe. This situation. is my mom's shirt because I brought like three outfits here. <laughs> yeah, the reason Pia sounds different is because she's not in her usual setup. She is at her mom's in Michigan. Yep, Michigan, Michigan. Yeah. Yes, I like literally went all around this house trying to find good light. Couldn't find it. Um, so <laughs> no, you, this looks good. Are you in front of a window? Yeah, I am in front of a window. It looks great. Great. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do Orange County first. Okay. And I really don't mean to do this for any other reason other than it just is a little contentious. We're gonna cover Southern Charm exclusively on the Patreon. So we'll give you the Orange County here, but then if you want to hear the Southern Charm takes, that will be over on the Patreon. Because last season, it got real wild. It's like summer house level of just like a 50-50 split, and it got really intense on YouTube. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just be safe. If anyone was around for last season, you know how it got. Yeah. So we're going to start with Orange County. I mean, you can drag me for my Orange County takes. It's just not for Southern Charm. It's the problematic show. That's the thing. It's problematic as hell on Southern Charm. Yeah. So I think I I like Orange County or talking about Orange County because I don't know if it's just me. I don't have this is like the one season where I like I don't have any favorites. So it's nice because I can be mad at anybody I want or like you totally I want at any given minute of that show. Exactly. Like this episode, don't love this person. This episode, oh, love them now. Like it, it, I'm yeah. so, I'm it, so there so, with I'm you. I'm so like, yeah. Well, then let me do what I normally do with guests when they do, when I bring them on to do Orange County. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go through the cast and you'll give everybody your like take on them. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> All right. Tamra. You know, I, I used to really like Tamara, but like this season, I think that I think that she's she's the most desperate she's ever been. And I don't love like it's I guess like even the drama she's trying to stir. It's not as like fun for me because I can I can see right. It's too obvious. So she's actually super. She's the most annoying housewife of this season for me. And that's a lot because I I yeah. Uh, Gina. <laughs> Gina's like as the as once she got over the Jen thing oh, yeah. and stopped doing that. I'm like, all right, you can stay. But she came in so strong yeah. with that that I was like, she, yeah, she was. I thought I was gonna just write her off for the rest of the season. She like, I act. It's funny. This episode was when I was like, okay, Gina's fine. Like mm-hmm. she, she's figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shannon. It. I when I used to hate Shannon. Then, and then um I last season. I loved her because I just didn't feel like all of the heat she got was like warranted. So then mm-hmm. I was like, how y'all gonna get me, get me like in Shannon and understanding Shannon all of a sudden. And this season I keep going back and forth on her because mm-hmm. I still like her and enjoy her because she's fun, but uh, she's annoying because she is 
drinking the Tamra Judd juice right now and it's annoying. She is really, yeah. She, I didn't, I was the same as you, same trajectory, didn't love Shannon, but last season, and I told you that's why I had to stop watching last season. I didn't like <laughs> Noella and I was like, no, I will not like Shannon. I refuse, but that's what yeah. was happening because I was like, why is she in trouble for this shit? Gina's the one who said it at the party. Exactly. And I just got really confused. So yeah, but now I've learned I'm just going to embrace Shannon because she's always going to be such a mess. Absolutely. And like in no way, I think she she thinks she's being subtle and she thinks she's like hiding things, but it's so obvious what she's hiding. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can kind of forgive her for it because I'm like, Shannon, in no way do I not think that your relationship sounds horrible. Yeah. But you all, think all of, you think what you're telling us is like, oh, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, it's it's just the regret. She regrets what telling everyone in her in her like low point drunk, and and she's trying to damage control. That's all it is. It's okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'm curious about, Heather. Again, okay, so I Heather. I've always been like up and down with Heather. I actually really did not like Heather last season because totally. But I don't know if I didn't like Heather last season because of Heather or because Emily and Gina were up her ass so hard. Mm. And it was, but she, and she was enjoying every freaking second of it. And it was like I was like I can't with all three, all three y'all. But this season, I was like now I feel like how I felt about Shannon this last season where I'm like. Listen now, like we can say a lot about Heather DeBrow, but some of this shit that you're trying to do that or you're trying to blame Heather for is not quite fair because you quite literally all of you are doing what you're accusing Heather of. And actually, I think more so, I actually don't even think we Heather would have been on my radar for talking about Shannon's relationship had Tamra not kept bringing it up. Yeah, like what scenes have been cut? Because I don't understand. On What Happens Live, Emily said that Heather was the one to bring it up in front of producers. And I was like, yeah, but then you guys filmed scenes where you talked about the things that Heather brought up. Like, that's that's just as bad. I feel like this is an after thing. Like, like this is like, I feel like Heather and them absolutely talked about Shannon's relationship. And but I don't think it was like. I don't think it was in Heather's intention for it to be her part of like her like storyline. Like she wasn't trying to be like on the show talking about it. Like I think she was okay with maybe talking about it if it came up in the group, but not like in the way that they wanted Heather to talk about it. And that's why they were getting frustrated with her. They wanted so they could be like, we were, she was the one talking shit. You got like, sorry, I have a hole. <laughs> that's what that's what it's for. Go for it's it. just, it's just, it's just so clear as day to me that they Tamara, Gina, and Emily were the ones actually talking negatively about Shannon's relationship. And yes, do I think Heather was talking about Shannon's relationship in a way that, like, if we have mutual friends, we all know the, the that friend's situation. We we chat about it, yes. But I don't think Heather was trying to drag Shannon's relationship on TV. I think Tamara wanted is was grasping for any storyline and and knew that she could manipulate the situation. And Heather was the chosen scapegoat. And I love Heather. Heather's fighting for her life, and I love it. Yeah, she is. She is fighting for her life, and they thought that they, she could, they could really bring her down quickly, and she is fighting, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I like that she's going on – because she, she's been really good at doing her best to listen and yeah. to hear them. Yes. And now she's done. Okay? 
Now she doesn't need to do that anymore. She has tried to listen and hear everybody, but it's getting yeah. ridiculous. And I honestly think the reason why she's even given us any any information about Shannon's relationship that may seem negative is because Shannon was too much with her. When mm-hmm. she tried to say it once, she tried to say it twice, that that wasn't what she was doing. And Shannon literally refuses to listen, believe, or accept that. And now now she's like, well, if y'all would like want to say I did it, like, okay. She did say this. <laughs> she did say that. So it's like she would I think Heather would have let it go if Shannon would have just accepted her initial apology. But mm-hmm. so already did- Shannon's fault for this continuing, actually. It absolutely is. She and that always happens with her. Um, I, we already did Gina, so I'm gonna skip Gina. What about Emily? See, the thing is. Emily is messy, but like I'm enjoying it still because I don't know, like normally, like Emily, technically, I mean, Emily and Gina are doing the same thing, but Emily's execution is so much different for me that I'm enjoying it and I'm going to let it ride because let's because that's a that's an interesting way to get drama for me. Like it's I, I'm not mad at Emily. I, I've definitely gone up and down with Emily, but she's a she's a she was a, definitely annoying me the most this episode i'm not gonna lie but yeah until, this was my least favorite episode yeah. of her this yeah. season so, up until now though i was living i was too like and, and i can and the thing is that's why i like this show because again i have no favorite so like yeah even the episode before how she was behaving at heather's uh party for her brand or whatever i could totally see why heather was upset she was being mean but the execution and how she was being mean mm-hmm. was funny. Exactly. Like, well, so- and, and it, honestly, the stuff that she was – like, just because she didn't know what the hell a cloche was that went on top yeah, of the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. caviar, it's not that big a deal. It's funny right. that she was like, is that a birdcage? But Heather, it's like it's a party that she planned and every exactly. detail is so special. And she's like, we don't speak about it like that. I'm like, Girl. yeah. The only reason I felt for Heather slightly, and again, it's really what what Emily Emily did in like the grand scheme of it, it's just really light. light. Nothing to be like like really that upset about. But I think it's the at that at this point in the season, I do think they had been like kind of picking at Heather a lot. So this was kind of like a lot for her. I think it was just like mm-hmm. cherry on top. That's the only reason I could understand her being like, this isn't, you guys aren't just like poking fun at me. You guys like have some issue with me this season and I can feel it. Oh, <laughs> 100%. It's because Tamra, Tamra has been over there like, guys, Heather is no longer the queen. I'm back. We're going to yeah. knock her down. But I do think Heather does need a Tamra on a cast yes. because she has to be knocked down in order for her to be in any way likable. And that's the thing. And I think that's why I'm, I am okay with Heather this season because no one except for Shannon, which doesn't work with Shannon doing it. Um, cause she just comes off really jealous cause she kind of is. Um, you do need a Tamara. You do need an app. Like you need someone not to be kissing her ass and to yeah. remind her, like I, I, I was here first. You need someone who was there before Heather to remind yeah. her, like you're not the queen. Exactly. Which then gives. Emily and Gina the permission to like not be up her ass. Yeah, exactly. Okay, last Jen, new Jen. You know, very, it's funny because you said last and this makes sense because what's, you didn't talk about what's her name. You're, what's her name um, from Beverly Hills? Who? Oh my God. Well, Taylor is friend of. I so. know, but that, that's the point. She is so forgettable. We do not need her back. 
<laughs> I don't know. I think I could. I think I want to have her back. I don't know. You I, do? I just, I just because I don't put her on here because she's not a cast member. I just assume I that she's. I don't know out. because no, because the reason why I don't mind her is because now she's getting close with Shannon in real life, mm. like they're drinking oh. buddies. Okay. And so I would kind of like to see the dynamic of Shannon and Taylor being like the drunks. Okay. Okay. Because like mean, Taylor is a Taylor is absolutely a borderline alcoholic. The thing is, she's uh, I. That's why I'm a little like I I I guess I was like expecting more from her, and we get tiny well. They're cutting things. a lot of her stuff. Yeah. So she said right. that. Let's she's give her like, another season. Uh, let's. I want to see her a little bit more full time. Yeah, I think happens. if you give her an orange, she'll bring more to the table. I mean, she's giving us bisexual. She's giving us yeah. messy right, in front You've of Craig's. <laughs> You've convinced me. It's the editing. It's no because they a lot of the unseen stuff is like a little Taylor moment, and I'm like, oh, so they just don't really. She yeah, doesn't, her, her it, she's not fitting in there enough. They got enough people right. to cover. So but if to, yeah, if okay. Shannon is going to be her drinking buddy, like when she, they were on Watch What Happens, she was on Watch Taylor was was on Watch What Happens oh, okay. Live, and uh, they played a game. You know, I don't know whatever the stupid games are, and one of it was how many drunk calls have you gotten from Shannon since you've become friends? And her answer was, "Well, I'm usually right there with her, so all she has to do is look to the left." <laughs> and I'm like, I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see them get wasted. But so then Jen. Yeah, so Jen. Um, see, her 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 whole pat like story is super interesting, but I, I need her to like literally grow a pair and start fighting for her fight. Because these girls are coming. It's Tamara, not Tamara. Tamara is coming for her hard. And I need her, and maybe I saw a little bit of it in this episode. She but she needs to like Stop being polite and start getting real. Stop being polite. I was going to say, you better finish that. (laughs) (laughs) You better finish that correctly. (laughs) Seriously, this is a real world. She needs to like fucking check. Yeah, she she's take she's trying so hard to avoid the inevitable like fuck you, Tamra, because I don't think she wants to upset Tamra much more because even Tamra seemingly good with Jen is doing this. Yeah. And I'm wondering. Maybe the reunion. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she's putting anything on. I do think she's genuinely like not like a hostile person per se, like a a Tamra. But I'm wondering if she's also trying to be cautious because she does. She is coming in like with her story being that she cheated on her husband and she's left her family, quote unquote, even though her whole family is in her house. So guys, let's stop saying she didn't leave her family. Right? They're all there. She's taking care of her. She didn't, they're making, Tamara's making it seem as if she like went and left her like kids and she don't see her kids anymore. Her kids are in her house. They're right there. She's left her marriage and that's okay. And it seems like her, we saw literally early, maybe first or second episode that her and her husband are in a good place. Her and her husband are in a good place. Her mom is apologizing to her for not being there for her. Like this is, it's not cool. And she's she's also admitted the way she did it was wrong. So like, I don't know what else we can ask for her. Like she would, like we, she doesn't want to be with her ex-husband. So even if she's not with this guy, yeah, she's she's not, she doesn't want to be with, it's not it's not about the guy she's with it's she said she was having problems in her mantras which is what opened her up to even being with him like so it was before that the tamra (laughs) shit is very very confused well obviously we'll get into that okay let's get into the episode viva las tres amigas i i didn't think i would be excited to see vicky but i actually was like oh this feels good 
It does feel good. I actually would like Vicky to come back because she does bring that element of fun that the ladies are missing. Yeah. And she's, I think she's good though, not with an orange because then she doesn't have to talk about her relationship. Then she can, because I don't think she wants to do that. You're right. Because if you think about it on Ultimate Girls Trip, she was not, especially because I know she was just coming off of the breakup, but like that is, you're completely right. Whatever there's something happening with Vicky's relationship that kind of much like what's happening with Shannon right now, mm-hmm. she's not she's not her full self because she's busy yep. hiding whatever yep. she doesn't want the cameras to get. And then she'll be it'll be her shutting down cameras and production. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Unless this guy is great and she's totally okay. He doesn't want to be on camera. He doesn't want like when he was when the Trace Amigas did Watch What Happens Live and he was in the audience. I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy was like, I talked to you backstage. I did what I needed to do. I'm not going to drag you like I normally do because I know that you don't want to be on camera. So mm-hmm. maybe he would be like, yeah, you can talk about me, but just I'm not going to be filming a bunch yeah, I think and all that kind of stuff. Again, convinced me of another thing in the first five minutes. <laughs> Friend of. Friend of, yeah. Then she can just come in and do this shit. Exactly. That's all she wants to do. Right? Then, like, you don't want to get into it. With, be a little shady. Exactly. Be a little shady like she did at the dinner. <laughs> That's it. But other than that, no. How could you do this to me? Question mark. So Rocket Money sponsored the pod. I used Rocket Money, but I kind of used it like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Something about subscriptions, not knowing what I have. But I'm like, I know what I have. Well, I didn't. There's so many streaming services. I had a ton of double ups, like some streaming services had multiple things within them, but I was still paying for them individually. So Rocket Money was able to cancel a few. Apparently I needed it. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending around like 80 bucks on subscriptions, when in reality, it's more like 200. It adds up so fast. When you're signed up for so many things, it's easy to totally lose track. As I've learned with Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones that you don't want and just press a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money is like your concierge. Rocket Money can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to like 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Okay, that's incredible. What I also love is Rocket Money lets you monitor all of your expenses in one place and they recommend custom budgets based on your past spending. They'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limit. I don't like those emails, but I need them. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash she speaks. That's rocketmoney.com slash she speaks. Rocketmoney.com slash she speaks. What is this, honey? We spend so much time learning about how to prevent pregnancy. Like that's our number one goal. That's been my number one goal forever. But what happens when you actually want to have kids and you have no idea what's going on in there? Can you have kids? What's the journey going to look like? Well, that's why modern fertility was created. It is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results within six months. 
business days. You get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other really important factors that can impact your fertility. And the results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Isn't that cool? Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic? Oh, that's costing you over 600 bucks. But Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks, you get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA or HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. That means your test will only cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash she speaks. Modernfertility.com slash she speaks. Enough! All right. It's super tense between Heather and Emily. Like they both, they are kind of, not kind of, they're very equally matched. You know, they're, mm-hmm. Emily's a lawyer. She's got good control of her her vocabulary, if you will. Yes. Heather's not going to say a word and have them be like, have her be like, wait, what's that mean? Like if it was like Tamara Shannon or something. Right. Um, but it's this long silence and Jen just says, what's for dinner? And Shannon's like, are we having food? <laughs> this This made me feel like, I don't, th- I forget that they, the, they are, I guess they're told not to bring food over while there's a fight. Oh, because they don't tell them throw stuff at each other? I don't know. I mean, I just, I hate that they couldn't get food. Like, it would drive me nuts. Like, I would definitely be the person inter- interrupting to be like, I'm just going to go grab a plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last time they had... Maybe maybe they stopped doing it when um, Shannon threw that plate at us. <laughs> this isn't my plate, you fucking bitch. This isn't my plate, you bitch. They were like, and no more food. Now <laughs> we sh- we wait. If that restaurant probably gave them hell. Like, okay. <laughs> it's funny because the quiet woman the night of, I'm sure, was like, we're never having them back. But then the quiet woman got a boom in business. So they were yeah. like, Shannon and Kelly can come anytime. Kelly, that's her name. I don't know why I wanted to call her Ashley, but I was like, that's not right. <laughs> Although recently the uh, quiet the owner of the quiet woman talked some shit about Kelly. I'm I wouldn't be surprised. But she got all fucking mad and was like, I go in there all the time. I spend all this money and everyone loves me. And he said that she's just rude. It was a little bit of a beef. Yeah. Which is yeah. like I would expect that. Yeah, she just she seems like the type that would be extremely condescending to everybody in there. Maybe not condes that's Heather. I would imagine her just like get like yelling and screaming a lot. About, you know, like, cause Mm -hmm. like she, her, Kelly's big thing is that Heather's condescending. Mm. Like when, when Heather, remember when Heather, cause Heather left after Kelly's first season. She's like, if this is who you're keeping, I'm out. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, Kelly, you made Heather leave, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, guys, she's not nice. Her big thing was like, she's mean to everybody. She's mean to the crew. She's mean to service crew, which I can totally imagine. Oh yeah. Yeah. With the way Heather, just with the way Heather orders. It's like, mmm, girl. Mm-mm. That's yes. it. Every time you see Heather ordering, which is out with Terry, it's like, okay, never mind. She's she's I've never seen someone just like love her their life so much. Like you loves know, it. Like truly enjoys every drop of it. I don't think she has a bad day. 
<laughs> Agreed. I, I don't. Even on a bad day, she's like, oh, I'm a cabillionaire. I know. Like, I like it's more of a, a slight hiccup or an inconvenience, if anything. And yeah. she, it's not bad to her because she's like, I'll leave at any time. Yes. I don't need this. I don't need this. I I will lose nothing if I walk away. Like <laughs> literally. We're so, fine. We sold our house for $55 million. million. I just love all the Bravo crossover million dollar listings. Yeah. That Josh guy is thirsty uh, as hell. Oh, he absolutely is. He's like my <sighs> least favorite, but I, I love stand him. Thing. Do you I have a hard time watching it because it's too like the top one percent and everyone is homeless in LA and it makes me sad. I know, but I've I've always loved the million dollar listings, both New York and um LA, but it's it I truly love it for the real estate uh, of it all. Like I love looking at the like the homes and stuff like that. And they actually do talk about stuff like it's like selling sense that is fake. And they don't, they just come in and they're like, this is They come house. in, they pose and they have a scene and then yeah, they're like, they oh yeah, we got to show them. hundred million dollars. They don't tell me anything about the house. They don't say, <laughs> they don't tell me that the crown mold, molding is from 1940s. Like they, like, I know that they like, it's just, I get more information. <laughs> like I get it. The more they show, the more I'm like, and there's people living in cardboard boxes. Like it just, yeah. I have a very hard time with that level of wealth. Like who the fuck is buying this? Like tear this down. And I get very like <laughs> socialisty. I get it. I get it. All right. So they bring out Heather's gifts, which look like they're pizza boxes. They do. And I would have been right there. I've been like, is it pizza? Like, give me some food. But had they eaten? Didn't, did, like, <laughs> did they bring food out eventually? They're like, there's a dessert table. I'm like, wait, did they? I was very concerned about the you food You were like, situation. I need to know if they were fed. I'm sure they ordered, like, guys, what the hell? There was servers at the side. I would, I honestly, it, I wouldn't be able to do the scene unless I was able to eat while doing the scene, or I'd be like, can, can uh, you yeah. 30 minutes to, to scarf down the food? Like, I got to Yes, eat. I got to eat. Like, I will leave the table, go eat at the side, and I'll come back because I can't even focus. I would, yeah, I would, if I was really hungry, I would be literally clocked out daydreaming. You guys could have been literally same me, I wouldn't have even noticed because i was so hungry that's how that's exactly what i'm saying yeah but i do heather i love her confessional she's like should we bring the waiter over so i can apologize to him too <laughs> it did kind of feel like that though it I, did i i they couldn't wait they were this is why again i'm like you guys got me feeling bad for the what was like woman <laughs> on the cast how I don't know how you did this, but like, <laughs> like it just wasn't deserved. Like, right guys, there with you. Like everyone being so like, you didn't tell me that you were selling your house. Like, bitch, have you seen that? How the season's going? Why would I tell you? Like, you guys, you guys really have to think back to all of what's happened so far. Why do you think she would tell you that she sold her house? And it, it and Heather's not wrong. If she had told them she sold her house, they absolutely would have made fun of her and said, oh, she's bragging $55 million. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she really was damned if she did, damned if she doesn't. Like, you know? And I can't remember. I think it was Blonde Hair, Black Heart, that uh, podcast. Um, he said that Tamara actually flew private with Heather to Mexico to the to Mexico like to the trip. Oh, so really? on and on the flight they were cheersing and celebrating. I mean mind you remember like the article came out so by at that point like everyone knew. 
Mm-hmm. So they're cheersing and stuff, just Heather and Tamara on the plane talking about like, oh, yeah, she, I'm assuming, like, we're celebrating, whatever. It was it was posted in Heather's stories. So it's just a weird, abrupt shift that when they get to the table, Tamara acts like it's this, it's a bad thing. But you know why? Because Tamara, she has, she's so premeditated. She has her bullet point. She's like, okay, if this isn't going to work, that will work. Like she's, she's just like, I'm going to be the person that like puts everything on the table. And she likes to disarm people, like making Heather feel like it was probably a, a safe space to talk about it. But, um, and no one's the wiser because she, Tamara has disarmed her. And then all of a sudden, she, and then she's also talked probably privately with the rest of the girls about how it's so weird she hasn't said anything and then she just kind of opens up the conversation and lets everyone and lets everyone go yeah and 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 that's why i'm like i see you tamra like i see you i see everything that you're doing and like you're you're not getting away with it no because i know you're over there in two t's in a motherfucking pod Oh, trying to like is. to to do damage control and that's why she, she just feels like she has all her mfing uh, bases covered like she's like i'm on this show i have my own podcast that i can do damage control on like i got this got it on lock mm-hmm. you don't have it on i'm unlocking it mm-hmm. heather goes to the bathroom to cry in private like a boss and meanwhile, Shannon's like, I didn't even really see Heather at BravoCon, Emily, so I don't even know what she's talking about. And did you see did you see the um Watch What Happens Live where Shannon or I'm sorry, Emily admits she's like, I think Heather said so and so was talking shit about you, and I just filled in Shannon. Emily. Miss Miss Emily, would that hold up in court? <laughs> Ma'am. So I am assuming that at the reunion she admits that because if she's willing to admit that on Watch What Happens Live, I'm assuming she's like, my bad. But then yeah. in that case, who were you talking about? Tamara? Well, yeah, because, oh, you know what? Because I, you know, I watched it twice. And I the first time I watched it, I watched it on Peacock. And it doesn't allow me to watch it without seeing the never before scenes on Peacock. Yeah. It's freaking annoying. Um, and then I watched it once without it. So I, I think in the Peacock version, it ha- it showed that um, Gina said that she was in that room too. Yeah, she's like, I was getting my hair blown out, and she said she thought that it was Tamara. She said, not Shannon. Mm-hmm. She sure didn't pipe the fuck up during that. Yeah, <laughs> because Emily is so incensed. She's like, I don't lie. Look, if when people lie on me, I don't enjoy it. So I, I can, I can give it to Emily. If you really are convinced that she said that to you, and then she's like, "No, I didn't. You're a liar." I get pretty wild when people lie on me. I don't like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But she, that's her thing. Don't fucking lie. I don't lie. Right. The thing is, I believe Emily thought that's what she. I don't think that she was making it up in the moment. Like I totally believe that's what she. Like everything that she said. But if Gina. If she had said, wait, I thought it was Tamara. Yeah, then I felt like Gina was just like, I'm annoyed with Heather right now, so I'm going to let you. I'll I'll allow it. Yeah, like I truly do. I think Gina knew that she was incorrect on the details, but was like, (laughs) I'm just going to let it go. Like, I'm going to let it ride. Yeah. Um, And I knew that Shannon was telling me the truth that it wasn't her. Because if it was, Shannon would have made a bigger stink about it. She was so calm about it. She's like, I didn't even see Heather, so I know that's not right. Yeah. So she was like, like no. there's no possible way. 
Mm-hmm. And she and she was so and she and she literally Shannon if Shannon if there was an ounce of truth to that Shannon would have been so over the top and so mad because she was she got caught up in something but like her being so calm I was like it, de- names definitely got reversed <laughs> like, totally and Tam was just sitting there like Tam was like I'm gonna go me. she's like I'm gonna go check on Heather yeah <laughs> yeah. And then she go, and then Tamara goes in, and she's like, "You know, you can stay in our room." And Heather goes, "Well, Shannon doesn't like me either, so <laughs> yeah, poor." And no one likes Heather except for uh, Jen and uh, Taylor. Well, yeah, I don't even know if Taylor likes Heather. Oh yeah, that's t- that's debatable. Yeah, but yeah. So then Emily says that Heather. Heather was like, "Oh, you, you know, he, she doubles down. She told me that you said something, and that I wouldn't be able to hear about it because it's in the vault." Which then leads into Shannon thinking she can control the narrative from here, but she's so bad at it. She's like, oh, oh just like there's something so bad about John in the vault. We yeah. have normal relationship issues. <laughs> I had I had Mandy on last week, Mandy, Mandy Slutsker, and she said Shannon announcing that she has normal relationship issues, but then she's like, his kids don't like me. He never wants to hang out with me. We had like, no, no. Mm, mm. I was like, Shannon, these are really big problems. His kids don't like me. I know there are a lot of people that kids don't like their. Yeah, but. <laughs> but this is like, but that's not even one. That's not, that's a, that is a big problem. However, that's not like, there's so many more big problems. <laughs> like, it's to a point where I'm like, y'all shouldn't be together. Like, he doesn't, he avoids hanging out with you at all. He doesn't want to spend the night ever. He would rather be on a cramped little boat than be in your big mansion. Like, we're uh, like, oh, yeah, normal relationships. Yeah, the only time he's ever, it seems like he's ever nice to her is when the cameras are up, which goes with what everybody is saying that he likes to be on TV. Mm -hmm. And what even Shannon has said. When I, I, as much as it was, you know, proof that, Heather at that point was just not going to hold Shannon's stuff in the vault. But when Shannon's like, John is a very private person. And Heather's like, he's not. You've told us that you think he's with you just for the fame. Yeah. That's when Shannon's like, wow, I'm out. I'm out. And then she walked away. I mean, the thing is, I mean, I like I could I would have been on Shannon's side about like Heather saying that had Shannon just. But like, first of all, if there is about a bunch of secrets, just like accept Heather's apology or yeah, accept Heather's apology and good point. And move the hell on. That's like, a good point. <laughs> move the hell on. The eyes are oh. like, oh, you better. Huh? She thanks. Sorry. Heather DeBro is apologizing to you. Mm-hmm. Get it? Accept it. But I'm, I, I will ne- like I've watched it at least twenty times. The moment when they're at the, the costume party and Emily, she's like, I, she's like, I haven't even told you anything. And Emily's like, You did. Remember at Javier's? <laughs> and then Shannon slowly realizes and looks at the camera and she's like, I, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Again, like it's like it's so funny to me because it's like Shannon, girl, like we get it. You like you get John's horrible. It you get sad and you drink, and then you call all your girlfriends and call you all your girlfriends and, and you tell them shit tell you them. shouldn't. You wake up and you and you're like, oh fuck, that's and you don't remember. That's why Shannon is always a ball of nerves because she knows that she's said something in a drunk blackout. She's not sure what it is, but she doesn't have the emotional maturity to be like, what did I say? 
Exactly. And the thing is, I do think it's a combination of she doesn't remember some of the stuff, but I oh, think yeah. she absolutely knows that she's overshared with all of the girls. But I yeah. think she's just one of those like type of people. And I can be like this too. Uh, sometimes when I've like overshared drinking, it's like, I'm so embarrassed that I'm like, can we just pretend? Pretend it didn't happen. Like it didn't happen. Like I would love that. I would love <laughs> that we just went through life acting as if that never happened. We don't talk about it. We don't even <laughs> hint at it. Because I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> and I think that's, and that's why I was like, Shannon, I know what's happened to you. <laughs> I've been there, girl. But you, what you can't, but the thing is, when you, you have to know when, that. When it comes <laughs> up. You, you can't gaslight people because then what happens is. They'll go get mad. They'll go get mad. And then they're going to say all of it. And you. Mm. <laughs> so shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> It, it should be like a, it should be like a yes 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 and we're moving on we're done <laughs> that's a good point ticket <laughs> Jen asks Shannon um because Shannon apparently said all this like oh a bunch of stuff's gonna come out about Ryan and they need to go into they need, they're gonna get into it and Shannon I love it she's like I did say that I did I did. Tamara obviously is the source, obviously. So, and it turns out Tamara reached out to a mutual friend of Jen and Tamara's and asked for all the information. Tamara go, this is her confessional. She says, this is the girl that Ryan was cheating on Jen with. I didn't go seeking info. They got in a fight and she wanted to retaliate. So she sent me all the text messages between her and Ryan while Ryan was in a relationship with Jen. I just, I'm very on the fence about it. I'm very, Jen didn't seem shocked. No. She in didn't. that last scene. She didn't. She's no, she knows. I believe, the thing is, I believe Jen when she says, I know everything. I do think she knows. She's just, she's just absolutely choosing to be okay. Yeah. With everything. And yeah. I think that, that frustrates Tamara. To because, no end. And she's not, Tamara's just not willing to accept it. So I think Tamara's made it. She's trying to force Jen to acknowledge it by putting it on camera. It's like, well, now you have to like, and the, she's the like, will come at you like you're stupid, and then you'll have to like look at the situation differently. Totally, and like Tamara's saying that she what's she keeps saying this on other platforms too, like on her on her social media on Watch What Happens. She's frustrated that Jen knows all this stuff but plays dumb. Okay. I don't really know if Jen has played dumb about stuff, though. Like, oh, maybe she has. Okay, fine. I'm going to try to see Tamara's side a little bit. She, I think that she has played dumb a little bit because, again, I don't think that she, like, I think that she was willing to say what she was willing to say. Like, I cheated on my husband. And then he cheated. And then he, and then Ryan cheated on me. She was just not wanting to go into the nitty gritty details like Tamara wants to go into. Yeah. And by the way, that's okay. And I think that's okay too. Cause she's like, she's, she's willing to like, she's like, I don't want to dissect every person that this man has slept with when we were on this alleged break, even though I don't know, I don't really know if it was really a break either. I feel like she may have decided to go back in time and say, we were in a weird, like, yeah are we committed thing? And now I'm just going to call it when we were on a break. And so that way it's easier for other people to digest because I'm fine with whatever happened, but I think it's more digestible for people. If I like label it as we were on a break. So therefore it's not as big of a deal as it should, as Tamara wants me to feel like it is. But Mm -hmm. again, Tamara, she's just, 
she's doing the same thing she did with Vicky. And again, yes, she was right with the whole uh, Brooks, Brooks thing. And that that's I think that's a little bit of a different situation that she keeps on trying to compare it to because Brooks was literally lying about really crazy stuff like having cancer. And it, she was, and he was getting in between her children. Yeah. Um. So I just yeah, this that, guy's not getting in the, between her yeah, children. To yeah, to my knowledge, so far it seems like fine. Yeah, like the way it started, obviously horrible. not great. But like, I don't know. Like everybody see that's in the actual situation seems to know everything and it seems to be okay with everything. So it's like I therefore have to be okay with it too. I guess. Yeah, it just it's reeking of jealousy for some reason. I from think Tamara. that I feel like Tamara. Uh, I I I don't know if you've heard me say that on this, but I'm going to repeat it. Okay, Tamara is used to being the hottie, mm-hmm. like the number one hottie in Orange County. Right, she opens up this gym and in comes that guy that everyone knows is going to fuck everyone in sight. Is a mm-hmm. big flirt, and she hears that he said he wanted to fuck Tamara, and she's like. Of course he does, but I'm married and I won't. And then ends up committing, quote unquote, to Jen. And it's almost, I think it's buried so, so deep underneath there that she's jealous, that she's like, hmm, it was kind of like, I I don't know. I just, I cannot understand otherwise what it is. I actually agree with you on that. I was going to go a slightly in a different direction, but kind of there, but yours is like a little bit more clear. And Jen actually, if she wasn't so chicken shit, she kind of tried to say that earlier on in the season, but completely backed off of it because she's not equipped to handle a, a like a back of that camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think she was trying to get to that because like she, she, Jen did say that they were, they were both kind of talking about how hot he was. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tamara was like, I don't know if she's feeling like, again, I think it's all of what you said and then feeling a little bit betrayed by Jen in the sense of like, but we weren't supposed to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and then I, and then it goes back to your whole jealousy thing where it's like, well, if I had given him the time, she like wants her to know if I had given yeah. him the time today, huh, he would have wanted it She's me. not the only one he could get. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also giving me, and this is where I was going to go before you said that. Like, I, this is, I don't, like, this is just pure speculation, but I'm feeling like just a little bit of the things of what Tamara has said about like just being annoyed by Eddie. And I know that's just like typical, like you've been in a relationship, you've been married for a while. Oh, uh oh, where are you going? But I'm feeling like they're like she's like just she's kind of getting to that, you know, like I'm a little unhappy part. Like not unhappy, but just like bored where she kind of wants to do something like a little envious. Like she kind of wants to do something like Jen did. Yep. It just it feels uh she's like going extra hard because it's like she's fighting the urge to do what Jen did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. There are some hardcore Tamara supporters, so I feel like I'm going to get it a little bit. But, like, I mean, she didn't do anything bad, to my knowledge. So there's nothing wrong with thinking about it and projecting a little. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I used to be a – I've never, ever been a stan for anyone because, like, if they do something wrong, I can acknowledge it. But I used to really enjoy Tamara's messiness, but it's oh, just yeah. diff- it's just different this season. And, I mean, honestly, when Tamara – I understood why Tamara got put on pause because I, too, enjoyed Tamara's messiness, but it got really redundant at one point where I was like, we, if she, she's making it hard for us to, like, mm-hmm. have, like – 
a more interesting season because she harps on things too much and she, and she's still kind of doing it a little bit. It's weird. Like you think she harps on things? I feel like she, like right now the Jen thing, that's okay. a, that's the thing that she's the she's harping. Like she'll be messy across the board every day all day, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. sometimes there's like certain things that she like that she thinks that we all care about. And, and, and mm, it's like she's it. over she's overproducing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always. And I'm like, and it is kind of like the same thing. And they, they all do it. All your favorite messy people do this. And this and Lisa Run is the, the biggest example of it to me. I loved Lisa Run in the beginning and her messiness. But yep. she she over she started getting she got like oh everyone likes this and she started thinking about it too much and started stopped being like natural about it and it got overproduced and then I started hating her totally. Heather hands out the presents, and I thought she handled it very <laughs> classy. Because she's giving it to Emily, and Emily's like, but I'm an asshole. And Heather just goes, well, we can dive into that later. That was actually the best. That was the best response I could think of. It was just so funny. Well done, Heather. Well done. Okay, Heather's just always you. so composed. Always. She always is. Emily, but I don't like Emily's confessional here. She's like, I don't want this present. I want you to be easier to be friends with. Can you wrap that up? I'm like, that didn't work. You didn't. It didn't work. And I I, I think it was Bravo and Cocktails or I can't remember. It was it was a different. It was one of the Bravo content creators. And they had like uh, one of the, the slides. And it's like, but y'all not giving back these gifts. Like you guys like, t- like, you know, ne- they complain about these gifts that Heather like gives and they never like get they always accept it. Like, it's just like, and they're monogrammed. So you kind of there's what else is she going to do with them? Oh, I actually thought about it. Um, I because <laughs> I'm petty. And if I was Heather, like you, like you wouldn't, you aren't getting these gifts. Like you would have really pissed me off. And I don't care if they're monogrammed. I would have like literally been like everybody. I would have made a giveaway for the Bravo fans, and like everyone would get one of the castmates monogrammed thing. That is absolute because that is how petty I am. Y'all don't get these monogram gifts that you guys are complaining that are monograms. I'm going to give it to anybody that like, I'm going to make a little raffle on my Instagram for the Bravo fans. And I like what I would have entered because I don't care if my name is not Emily, Tamara, Shannon, uh, Vicky, or whoever the hell else was at the freaking thing. Like I'm taking one of those. <laughs> like That's actually a brilliant idea. <laughs> I take, literally thought about take it. Take notes. Take notes, Heather, for next time. What is this, honey? You guys are probably sick of hearing me talk about how much I love this company's products, but I do this because I love you guys, okay? If you don't already know, Kitsch makes all kinds of amazing beauty products from head to toe, but what it's all about with Kitsch is preventative care, okay? When I found out that you should not just be sleeping on a typical pillowcase, but you should be sleeping on a satin pillowcase because not only does it help prevent breakage in your hair, it helps prevent wrinkles. I was like, duh. I've never looked back. They also taught me that if I'm using hair ties that are rough on the hair, like your typical elastic bands, not good either. You want the satin on those hair ties. It has been a game changer for me. 
I've loved this company for years and I just need everyone to know, especially if you're in your 20s, do it now before it's too late. Because once the wrinkles are there, it is so hard to get rid of them. Trust me. And the best part about Kitsch is it's budget friendly. So whatever your budget is, whatever your skin type is, your hair type, Kitsch is all about little indulgences, morning, noon, and night at the right price. And they were started in 2010. Female founded, self-funded. They sold hair ties door to door with a little hustle and a dream. But now they're sold in over 20,000 retail locations. You have heard me talk about the satin pillowcases. They also do them in caps and eye masks. So this is great for your hair and skin while you sleep because think of how many hours we sleep on our face and on our heads and on our hair. Protect it. You may have also heard about the heatless satin rollers. They were the original, no more heat damage, wake up or just leave it in for a few hours and you've got amazing waves. But the latest kitsch viral craze is the rice water shampoo bars, which can improve your overall hair growth and density. People are like, I'm never using bottle shampoo again. And their hair feels and looks a thousand percent better in between washes. Plus right now for a limited time, you can live your Barbie dream life with the Barbie by Kitsch collection featuring Kitsch's best-selling satellite cases in the iconic Barbie pink. I just recently, maybe two weeks ago, re-upped my pillowcases. They got some amazing colors in for the spring. I got the sage and the blush pink, but I'm thinking I need to get that Barbie pillow because I like it. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, spelled K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash she speaks for 30% off your entire order. How could you do this to me? Question mark. Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane, and it is perfect timing because fall is on its way, and you better believe my wardrobe could use some updated classic Jenny Kane pieces. Jenny Kane is such a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed so much easier because you can mix and match. You think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined with still a nice luxurious quality to it. Because sometimes minimalist, you can think boring, but it's not. They've got luxurious cashmere sweaters, iconic accessories, anything you need to elevate your everyday basics, but elevate is what we're doing. We elevate with Jenny Kane. Not to mention they have incredible home essentials too. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best season yet. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code she speaks to get 15% off. I just recently picked up these fabulous sandals, slip-on sandals. Well-made, of course, everything Jenny Kane has is perfectly made, but I love this little knot detail. Again, it's a classic, but elevated. See, in any season, but especially this one, their sweaters are the thing you gotta have. I'm obsessed with the Flynn cashmere sweater. It's just the perfect everyday v-neck. And the cashmere Francis Polo is such a cool vintage inspired staple. And they're back in new shades and you can bet I'm adding both of them to my cart. Jenny Kane is known for their super luxe yet lightweight sweaters. So, and trust us, they do cashmere 
better than anyone. The Cashmere Fisherman and Cashmere Cocoon are best sellers in every season, but I'm always most excited to style them when it's fall, right? Plus everything in their collection is designed so intentionally that you can style pieces together without a second thought. I love to pair a Jenny Kane sweater and everything from classic denim to a simple slip dress for a look that's just effortless. It's chic, it's put together, you know? Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, timeless design. You can curate your whole wardrobe that just never goes out of style with Jenny Kane. And did I mention the home essentials, you guys? Timeless furniture pieces, cozy throws, perfectly curated decor, and the most incredible candles. I keep one in every room. Plus they have a great rewards program where you can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is free. So find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code SHESPEAKS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SHESPEAKS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Not well, bitch. The next day, the spread of breakfast was amazing at Heather, Gina, and Emily's. I mean, it was a it was a spread for like six people. It was yes. amazing. There was so many croissants. There was oh my god, it's making yes. me hungry. It was nice. Meanwhile, Tamara tells the chicks that she's with Shannon, Taylor, and Jen that she texts Heather to check on her. Um, but you know, guys, a lot of the issues with her, I think that's just how she is. And Shannon's like, I'm sorry, but we have had multiple situations that are not just happenstance. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. I I feel like I'm really missing something with this Heather Shannon beef. It's like I felt last season when I was confused. I'm like, wait, why is Shannon in trouble? Like, what yeah. are we missing? What's not on camera, guys? I think the only thing that we're missing is all of the nighttime drunk conversations Shannon and Tamara are having that Tamara is feeding. Like, hyping her up. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely feel like, just kind of like Vicky says later in the episode, telephone Tamara. Like, I think that Tamara is absolutely, because, like, it doesn't make sense the way that Shannon is just so, especially, she's heard other all the other ladies say stuff. Tamara is absolutely feeding her something like, no, it is Heather that Heather totally. is manipulating and telling the women and like, because up until that point, Heather had, she, excuse me, Shannon had no issue with Heather up until that one lunch with the Trace Amigas. Mm-hmm. And she threw off her mic and like, oh, you know, yeah, broke the fourth wall. That, and everything. that one. Mm-hmm. That is when she like, I think that Tamara said, listen, she's setting you up for this season. And like, Shannon can't unhear it. Yep. That's it. She cannot unhear it. She is convinced that Heather is the per- person pulling the strings. And I'm like, girl, like, it is Tamara. It is Tamara. It's and Tamara. I don't think she's doing it to hurt Shannon. I think she's, again, so thirsty to make sure she never gets her orange taken away. And she's work, And she's like, I don't care. I'm going to say everything. And I'm going to, like, create these stories. And... I'm not going to get in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. Emily apologizes to Heather, but Heather notes the pattern because this is like the fourth time Emily's done something shitty and been like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emily goes in her confessional, all I can do is say I'm sorry and then I'll probably do it again. I, I also was like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I was like, 
at least she's honest a little bit. Like that's all I can say about Emily. Like she's like, I'm gonna do it again. But I wish she would say it there, like to Heather a little bit instead of in the confessionals. Because I would think it's a little weaker when you say it in the confessionals. It is. It is weaker in the confessionals. Always yeah. the confessional thug of it all. Yeah. You know what I just realized, Pia? What? I only took notes on like up to when they slide and jump into the water. I don't have any notes after that. Are we going to wing it? <laughs> We're going to wing it. We're going to have to fucking wing it. So they go on, the, they ride these ATVs and Shannon fucks something up and the guy's like all annoyed. He's like, don't touch the red button. She's like, I did it. Um, but Gina, but Gina's comparison to uh, Shannon as Jennifer Coolidge and White Lotus is so amazing. It is, it's the most accurate like comparison ever. Like that's the that the, solely for that comparison, why I'm okay with Gina. Like right now, because like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that is it. That was her biggest contribution in her three years that she's been on the show. Like, thank you for that. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Totally. Emily jumping off that top platform and ending up with a fucking nosebleed. I'm like, so who has jumped off that platform and been okay? Like, was this, like, who the fuck? Like, I mean, they're, they're like, I mean, honestly, probably not a lot of people have like done that and hurt themselves. <laughs> but they're like, like that's, their, that's their problem. They need to stop doing that, especially on camera. That was like, well, that's incriminating. I, it very much is like, no, I didn't think that was a good idea at all. Like that water, I was like, you're going to hit that water so hard. Mm, but mm, mm. It's always a bad idea when you jump off those like. High, 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 high things. Yeah, like it's it's dangerous. And then the rest of them, they're head. like, the rest of them get to slide, like do a gliding thing down. I'm like, why didn't Emily just do that? And Emily is so impulsive, which is kind of why I like like her sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just, it shouldn't even be an option. Honestly, that should like, not Emily even be Emily is that person option. that's always going to be like, I'll eat the cake. Uh, like, and like, I'll shove, like, I'll throw the, like the cake. Yeah, in. that's true. Like, I'll like. I'll like do the slip and slide. Like she's always like, I like her for that. Like, she's like, I do not care about like looking like cute. Like I'm going to jump off of this and I'm like going to have a good time. Like that. I do appreciate about Emily, but I don't kill yourself, girl. Mm -mm. <laughs> like, do not kill yourself. I love, I love Gina conquering her fear. She, her little, the little thing she jumps off of is like, so it's so short, but I'm ha I'm happy and proud of her. The only uh, the only thing I've ever related to Gina Moore is her fear of water. Do you have like, a fear of water? I do, and it's not it's, it's fear of bodies of water. That's what her fear is. It's the fear mm -hmm. of bodies because I, I don't know what's down there. Yeah, I no, I believe me, I get it. So her whole compilation has me on every vacation with my friends, and her jumping off of that thing was <laughs> me in uh, Costa Rica. We did a we went to some like little cliff thingy, and it was it wasn't far up. It was about that height, and everyone was like you can do it I was like ah! and then I did the stutter step she was like oh my god no and, like, <laughs> and then they like literally and then I I finally did it and I also swam I was like get me out of here get me out of here <laughs> okay well that's actually kind of cute for you I didn't know that about you do you still have the fear I don't do no I'm not yes I mean I don't yeah. I'm not no it's no. no I understand <laughs> I when I was watching the challenge USA they had one of those shots where they showed them swimming partly above water and then partly the shot is below so you could see just like what it was like when they're swimming and it freaked me out it was like oh oh never mind no it's like so scary like i don't like and even just like how 
even if it's like nothing down there, like those type of places, like the cenote, I've done cenotes before, but usually the ones I've went to, they, they make you wear a life vests and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're, the pools are so deep down there. Like they're deep. Caves. And I'm like, like when you dive, even in a life jacket, when you dive into there, you go, it plunges you down. And yep. I'm like, so it's scary. It's yeah. scary. the pits of hell. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, okay, so I don't. What happens right after this? They go to lunch, right? So, so um, after this, oh crap! Now, okay, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm nervous. Um, <laughs> but that's when they—that's the last scene, right? They go to lunch, and that's when Tamara confronts Jen. Sorry, guys. No, because no, because Vicky hasn't come yet. Oh my god, Vicky hasn't even fucking come yet. So what happens is they go back to their hotels. There's like a little, you know, like they go back to the hotels and they're getting ready. And this is Tamara has not told anybody because she again this is Tamara producing she didn't want to tell anybody that Vicky was coming because mm-hmm. I think she wanted to see what mess would happen to just spring Vicky on there you know what I mean mm-hmm. um and so you know the Trace Amigas are the Trace Amigas I was I was so happy that Vicky was there like I actually yeah. was like genuinely thrilled I was like yeah. oh we do need Vicky in Mexico yeah oh and right before they opened the door to let Vicky in, we do have a moment at which I do want to highlight because I think it's important where, and you can see this is a setup for what's going to happen with Tamara and Jen later that uh, Tamara is talking to um, Shannon, Shannon. About, about how she feels like Jen is fake. And then she makes this goes out of her way, like literally out of her way to say that Jen has like fake, fake Fendi's, fake Gucci. Which I was like, that to me was ick because I was like, why do you need to say that to, prove, to make your point? You didn't. Like, yep. you're not, you don't like her. You did that. To, like, that was not. And even her like- point, her point too, about how she, Jen used to be this like yoga person. And now she's got all these fake designer duds, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that's the worst thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, the thing is like, I can't even like be like, oh, she's just being shady. Shady would say, you, you would say that to the person's face, like in like in a moment that called for it or whatever. She was saying that to like make it seem like she's a fraud and and it felt like more jealousy than shade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I again, it goes back to what the point you made. She went out of her way to say the yoga thing. And I think it's like she is a little, she is mad that she doesn't have her, her like Jen has her studio and she cut fitness is closed. Ah. Like she, she's projecting hardcore about Jen right now. Like, I think she's like really envious of her life. Right? It's odd. Life. Something like that. And something. Tamara, like, I'm not saying like verbatim. And I would say jealous, that Tamara definitely does love Eddie. They seem like they're super happy still, absolutely. but they're it, they have been together so long. I do think that being put on pause really ripped everything away from Tamara. Mm-hmm. And I think it was. I think she really struggled. And I and I think that having this opportunity back. I think she's she's fearful that it would be taken away again. I do. Very much. Yeah. Very much. Uh, they go to dinner, and then Vicky, that's when Vicky, they play truth or dare, which is always a bad idea. And that's when, I don't even know exactly, like, what made Vicky go to this place. I don't even remember what the truth was or what she was asked or prompted with. Oh, it's because um, she had to do it with Jen, and Jen was being polite and saying, like, maybe we do a dare or something because – we don't know each other that well. And that's Vicky, right. That's the, how Vicky ha- took that opportunity to. You have a good, me- you have a good memory for this shit. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm going to have you lead from now on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, but yes, that's right. And then she's like, we both loved a man that wasn't right for us and we shouldn't be with him. And everyone's like, Vicky, like, stop. And, okay. I don't like it's annoying that Vicky did that because she's only heard it from Tamara and that's why she's relaying that information. But I don't right. like hate Vicky doing it because it's kind of funny because it's like Vicky is clueless, out of touch in general. And so it would make sense that she would, with all the authority in the world, be like, you know, Jen, we're a lot like each other. It's like, mm, hmm. Vicky, Vicky. I know. I think it, it, it and she's just like, it. what? I definitely think this was Tamara's plan, but it was a really good executed plan because it gave me everything I needed because it's Vicky. And yep. Vicky is just so crazy. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's that works. Because then Vicky's just going to move on and not care and be like, let's do shots. And yeah. You know. And I also feel like Vicky's always like, like she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to totally bring it up. And then she's like, then when it happens, she's like, oh, shit. I was <laughs> 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 like, mm. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think it was going to be that crazy. <laughs> and then the next day, or they, they oh, keep well, drinking. I'm not sure if it was the next day, but it, where they go back to um, the hotel. They're drinking. They're doing yeah. shots and stuff. Oh, you know what? Because this is they do two. It's two things. There's the Trace Amigas are doing shots. Then we go to Heather and Emily and Gina's room. And of course, Gina, she's just like, I just think it's really weird that Jen didn't say anything. <laughs> she gets so you did, mad. You did a really good Gina just then. <laughs> I her just hands. Really she weird. does with this hands. She does that. <laughs> she does. And that's when they're all like, yeah, but I actually think Heather was like the one because I feel like Gina was going to kind of go in on Jen a little bit for like not standing up for herself because that's Gina's thing. But then Heather was like, yeah, but also like, why is Vicky bringing it up? Like she doesn't know her. And then everyone's like, yeah, why is she bringing it up? And they're like, ah, Tamara. Exactly. Exactly. So they're getting to the source. Heather and Gina also have a conversation, right? Or is that next week? So I get a little, again, I get a little confused because I watched both versions. And I think, I don't know if it was a never, it was, they, they had a flashback. Is either, It was like a flashback thing where they had a private conversation. Oh, was I, that what it was? A little flash yeah. sideways? It was, it was a, a conversation we never like saw, but it was mm -hmm. them talking about how yeah. they were not going to be shitty to each other, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because this is getting painful to go scene by scene, let's just go to the final lunch. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Try. I'm so sorry. I don't think I've ever, I've never done this. I've never like started a podcast and been like, whoops, I don't have my notes. <laughs> so Tamara saying to, saying to Jen, you ruined your whole family was so was like, I from the trailer, she said that I was like, fuck her for that. It's now that I really see the context, it's even worse than I thought. It's why are you mad at her? She's screaming at her. I don't want you to get hurt by hurting her. Yeah, like you're hurting her. You're the only one hurting her. And the thing is, also, she's a grown lady. And I think someone at the table says that like it's Vicky. I think Vicky said that because she was like, I've been through this. And like Tamara even says like she did this with Vicky. And she was like, but yeah, but you, but then Vicky's like when Tamara says that, yeah, but you still have to be able to learn that for yourself. And you, that it's Tamara's your own problem. journey. Yeah. If you're trying to save your friend from being hurt, you don't really want to hurt them in the process. So I'm, I, yeah. I need to see how this plays out. I did like that Jen stood up to her though. Yeah. Like I'm, I really, from this point on, I need, I think that we know her enough now for her to just, you have permission to just go off, bitch. Go, go off, bitch. Off. Because honestly, 
what Tamara said was disgusting. And to say that you ruined your family, that's like a big act. You ruined your family? And everyone's like, whoa, 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 Tamara. That's, that's just way too far. It's way too far. I don't Awful. Care. I do not care, like, what you have to say about, like, well, she shouldn't be with him. Da-da-da. I don't care because, again, like we've said many times throughout this whole episode, Everybody that is has been directly, directly impacted by this, it, they have healed, it seems like, in, until I hear anything else, it seems like everyone is healed for the most part and accepted it. And it seems like, it truly seems like uh, Jen has accepted responsibility for her part. Because I feel like a lot of times people put excuses and excuses. And I feel like she's really trying to take accountability for what she did and she's also regretful in the way in which she did it as well so it's like what i got what i don't you want blood from her like i don't know what else you yeah want it's her. it's a very it's like to be mad at someone for choosing to be in a relationship that you don't think is good for them yeah it's not like vicky and brooks because yeah. vicky abandoned her fucking daughter her daughter yeah. didn't like her vicky did some really bad shit with Brianna like yeah. there was there was a lot more to Brooks Brooks was like scamming her out of money I don't yeah, know what Ryan is doing yeah that yeah. was a dangerous situation I can't say and I don't know everything with Jen and her her man if anything it just seems like he will probably cheat on her again that's not the worst yeah. thing it's a hurtful thing um, it's yeah, but exactly, thing, but it's, it's not it's the not same dangerous. as Brooks. Brooks felt dangerous. Brooks yeah, was like, like "Get away, run!" Also, it's not like Jen when she films with Ryan is showing nothing but like the good stuff. They're having right. tough conversations on camera. They're That's why I'm like, I guess I wish maybe Tamara should try to ask producer what Jen is doing because it's just making it seem like she's a whole ass hater. Totally. All right. Well, uh, look at me trying to defend some adulterous ass like relationship. Like I like, know, I know. I usually would not, but Tamara got me there. All right. I promise next week the notes will be complete. I will um, never make this mistake again. Can I say one thing before, before we move on to Southern Charm? Yeah, I because I is, is this is going to be on the regular? Yes. The regular platform? Okay. Um, I wanted to to thank all your listeners because I got a lot of um. Really nice messages. Oh, so I wanted to say thank you for everybody that reached out. And oh my god, you're gonna make me cry. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I I read all of them, and um, uh, I just really want to say thank you so much. I I overwhelmed with so many of you guys. Um, made me feel really happy and loved. So thank you. Oh, that made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Pia. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, we're going to take the rest of this over to the Patreon. So if you want to listen to the Southern Charm Takes, check out the Patreon. The link is in the description. Uh, I will make it available for all the tiers. So even the bottom, the $3 tiers, three bucks a month if you really want to hear it. Um, okay. Bye to the rest of you. And now hello, Patreon. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams 
like Classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not Bravo. She Speaks It All is available everywhere you get your podcasts, just like this show. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.